Welcome to this independent podcast for entertainment purposes and allegedly for your information. My name is Ruth Rodriguez from Brookshire, Texas. tell you again thank you for tuning in to this independent podcast brought to you by Ruth's Dogs. I am providing information for entertainment purposes about animal law discovery. I'm not a lawyer or an expert in animals or law but because of just living in in this country United States of America I have had an experience with law and um It's an awful feeling for me to go through without knowing what's A, what's B, what's C, what's left, what's right. In other words, going to the legal system is quite confusing. And if you're familiar familiar with what it's like when you're in a situation that's full of uncertainty more than normal life, it is unbelievably scary. Because of that experience, um, and because I love animals, I want pet owners to understand a little bit more about how to protect themselves, how to hire an attorney, how to um, talk to animal control officers, and whomever. Because if I had been more aware and paid attention more, I think I would have had a better outcome. What I did on a personal level was completely submit to the authorities, believing they knew more than I. I must express that was, for me, a very bad decision. It was a very hurtful decision. But for not being told, hey, this is how it really is, I could have made better decisions. I loved my animals so much that I wanted the right thing to be done. And if somebody was telling me, again and again and again even though I kept pushing back saying I'm proving you wrong I'm proving you wrong and they keep coming back saying you're wrong you're wrong I believed I began to be feel believing that somebody knows what I'm doing is not good enough and it's the government and it's the police and it's the uh, district attorney and it's the city prosecutor and it's the city council members and it's the municipal courts clerk and it's the justice of the peace and the animal control officer and the contracted detective for the police department and a special animal control police officer i mean when you have that many people and at my age i had been doing life completely independently since i was very very young i just never had any dealings with the law because i pay my traffic tickets I follow you know the laws on the street and you know when I don't no car insurance or in the wrong lane I forgot to turn on my blinker or no light on my license plate or my um, expiration expiri- excuse me expired registration expired driver's license you get a ticket 
you get a ticket and I got tickets and I paid them. Or I took advantage of programs available to me to rectify the problem in a timely manner that satisfied the state of Texas. This is what I'm accustomed to all my life, through my teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, and in my 50s, when it came time to deal with law and my animals, I thought, well, municipal courts is involved. I'll pay my tickets for having eight dogs instead of four, or having 10 dogs instead of eight, because during this time frame, when I was going through all this, the amount of dogs and cats a person can have in the city of Brookshire changed from four to eight. <sighs> Therefore, I tried to meet the criteria. My loophole that I imagined I found was that as a nonprofit, you can have up to 30 something dogs. Well, I had 10 dogs, 12 dogs at one time, I think 15 at another time, never 20. Um, but the thing was, most of the dogs who stayed outside. And I'm going off a little bit, but I just want to respond to any thoughts that 15 dogs. Okay, well, most of the dogs, like maybe eight of them were small dogs and they all lived in the house with me and um, didn't take long for them to go outside and do things. And the larger dogs were tethered outside until I was told by an, uh, uh, an agency in Houston that it was better not to keep them tethered. Now, at that time, there was no law for tethering outdoors but again because I like to stay proactive and do what's right for my loved ones which are my pets my family um, I followed those rules Yeah, so I followed those rules because my history had been with the law, um, you know, basic misdemeanor traffic citations. Well, let me tell you, a misdemeanor has different classes. And when a person commits, um, allegedly commits animal cruelty, you can be jailed. You can be fined like $4,000 at the get-go. And also, you can um, be, like, pushed up on the crime scale to a felony. I, I think now the laws in Texas state, as I told you, I'm not an expert, so this is for entertainment purposes only, and um, allegedly I'm giving you information to help and to share mostly my story. I hope people learn from my story. So, I didn't know the severity of of being charged being accused of animal endangerment I don't have children so I've never had those kind of uh, viewpoints about accountability responsibility to, to a state about how I care for my pets uh, or loved ones you know I've never had problems with my loved ones we're not a perfect family but I was responsible towards them with them to them that's how I was raised. So when it came time to this story, when it began, I was completely confused. I felt like a ping pong ball. Uh, you know, I felt like a pin. I felt like a ball in a pinball machine. I'd go to this office at the city and say, look, I was um, given a citation for this matter. 
I want to fight it. And uh, the ball was pinged to the next department. This went on for weeks, months. When it got to a year, I started protesting by calling, emailing, faxing, mailing letters. I did nothing about nothing certified, which that's another lesson that I want to share. Anytime one is dealing with a legal matter, certified mail and registered mail are the way to go. It's proof, your signature is required once the letter or document is sent or is arrives where you want it to go. And that's very important because my experience taught me that I can fight. I just have to have the money to hire a lawyer. Got to find a good lawyer. I mean, an expert in his field or her field. Uh, if they're handsome, that's even better. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it, that's the get-go. I went into this this situation with my um, my pets and the law and animal law. Completely clueless. Well, I wasn't clueless. I, I, I'm an American.
Their naivety of mine. I fully expected the owners of the property to be held accountable. I mean, the dog, Kyrie, she had already been abandoned with the rest of the dogs at the house across the street, which is illegal. You don't do, you, it's a law, it's a felony to abandon dogs. But did anyone enforce that law in Brookshire? So I thought the landowners where Kyrie migrated to, which was immediately across the street, should be accountable to her. Well, they didn't take my calls. Oh, but they watched me when I went over there, you know, and I heard gossip that I had taken dogs, you know. Well, yes, I did, because for weeks I was feeding Kyrie and her puppies. And after a few weeks, she did gain my trust, and she did allow me to see one or two of her puppies. And then I realized there was lots of puppies. And before I decided they should come home, I, you know, did confer with my sister. I did confer with um, the the SPCA in Houston, nothing they can do. I mean, they were very kind, very splendid, very courteous, very informative, but it's not their accountability. Um, and then I called the city of Brookshire Municipal Courts, and there is where I got the phone number for the chosen volunteers with full confidence. They, were, they gave me no hesitance, and I asked, do they take care of, do they rescue dogs? And the answer was yes, they rescue dogs. So when I called that number, I was told, I was told by the um, director, I'm on, I'm at dinner and I really shouldn't be taking this call now. And she said, we have no room to take in any dogs. Now, at that moment, that's complete truth coming from the expert, coming from the city office that I knew the number two the official city phone number to call and get this official rescuer 
she works for the city is what I was told and confirmed when I called this lady yes I work for the city we, we take care of the pound we have keys to the pound we I got the complete impression I was completely sold that this was the right person to talk to in Brookshire Texas about taking in strays and I was turned down I was sent away I was refused so yes I took Kyrie and her 10 puppies home the, the landowners where I found Kyrie took no responsibility no interest in giving me a dollar or a can of food or offering to help me get the dog spayed or neutered nope nothing and I have to tell you these people are professionals certified professionals in a very highly skilled two highly skilled professions professions that require ethics and experience and trustworthiness and I did my best to present this idea of will you help me I mean these dogs were on your property and I was ignored I don't know how to explain ignored calling trying to get a hold of them expecting them to call me expecting them to step up it didn't happen they didn't step up and they didn't nobody returned my calls I eventually got a contact us listing on 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 the internet and I sent them a, by then I was very upset and I sent them an email saying you know you should be you had to have seen these dogs over there you know Kyrie spent a whole cold winter and pregnant underneath a building on their property why couldn't they do something I mean I wasn't judging I wasn't cursing them out and I wasn't claiming they were inhuman or inhumane I was just saying um man where is your empathy where is your sympathy the mother dog and turned out that the neighbors across the street knew she had puppies and they would occasionally play with the puppies so it's not like there wasn't there weren't other people who could have done something but I was the only one who who I feel did something and no one was around for me to confer about taking Kyrie and her puppies to my house no one came looking for them um it was just I felt very alone in this project so I sought financial support and I sought expertise support and I got it I got support but I didn't get support from the landowners and it still shocks me today and I'm someday when I get grown up I guess enough I will realize people in the world don't always care about what goes on in their property unless unless it brings them prosperity and while Kyrie and her babies brought me a love and prosperity and, and personal growth um, these people who own the property have now built new homes on it they refurbished the existing racist building that's there and they're prospering you know they're have great business during the tax season and whatever else they do real estate I don't know um, and they have now a little business center there and I'm thinking you know what I don't know if they had this planned before Kyrie was there but it seems like Kyrie brought a lot of prosperity to that area and I, I, I suspect what happened is when I went to municipal courts and said, look, 
I found this dog. You're giving me tickets for having too many dogs. I'm trying to help out the community. I found these dogs. I took these steps, the right things to get help, to get other people to help me, people who are experts, and they were not available. Okay? So, you know, put the, put the blame on the landowner who has the means to do something. Not just me, but that did not fly. And somebody listening probably is going, of course it didn't. Well, I expect it to fly. Maybe not in this lifetime, but it should. People who own land and there's stray dogs on it or any animal, those people should be accountable for that, those animals. They should help the animal, get the animal spayed and neutered, help the animal get a new home, get the animal chipped, get the animal's rabies. I mean, come on. This is not 1936 Brookshire. This is 2021 Brookshire. This is 2010 Brookshire. It's a 21st century in Brookshire, everyone. It's time to be awakened, woke up, wake up, stay woke, look around. We've got to take up the slack in the society and this town for things that need to have attention and not getting attention. I did it. I took up the slack. I put my entire life at risk, turns out, because I got come after and accused of terrible things towards animals. Had to reprioritize my life to fight for my rights. So let's put this back in balance. You people who own this land and the auto street, I think you should be held accountable for these animals that were found there. But what what happened is the judge who was accusing me and would not hear my story and not have any empathy because he's probably a narcissist is friends with these people. And one day when I went to court, I don't know what prompted me to go to court. I went to court. I guess I was going to complain, but I sat there and I watched that judge with his friends, the landowners, talk about how we really need to do something to this property. We hope you let us knock down this building and and clean up our property because, you know, we could have vagrants in there and it could be just a, a bad thing for the community. Oh, really? What about Kyrie? What about the mother dog? What about the dog that had 10 puppies on your property? And now you're thinking, you know, now after someone's taken that off your hands, you're thinking about prosperity and fixing up your land. And, and that's back to that contact us uh, information I found on online. That's exactly what I told them was, you know, this is your accountability. You have means to do something. Instead of letting Kyrie suffer like that, whatever that means, I mean, instead you're going to, now they have houses on this property and the business center and their racist building is all polished up and they fixed this or they added a sidewalk or something. No nod, no acknowledgement that at one time there was a dog suffering there. I'm not going to forget that dog that was suffering there. 